Hello and welcome to Let's Talk Diz, a show that gives you everything you need to know to help make your Disney vacation as magical as can be in just about 20 minutes. I'm your host, Jeff Coviello, and with me each week is Disney Master Sandy from Easy Diz by Instant Impressions Travel Services. Sandy, how are you today? I am doing great, and I am ready to wish everybody a happy holiday, because it's Christmas in July tonight. Christmas in July, indeed. We need some Christmas right about now. So <laughs> tonight, we're going to talk about how you can experience the holiday season and Christmas inside Walt Disney World. So so start us off, Sandy. What, what What's the most important thing, that if you, when you talk to clients about spending the holidays in Walt Disney World, lead us off. Where do you start? I start with the truth that most people don't want to hear. <laughs> I know where you're going with this. <laughs> Go ahead. Christmas Day is the most crowded day in Walt Disney World and parks hit capacity. And it's a tough day to be there if it's your first trip. But the good news, holidays in Walt Disney World start in early November. So you've really got eight weeks of holiday season. Five weeks are full weeks. Three of them are Magic Kingdom only. But you can get that holiday magic in November or December. And if you're like Jeff and I and you're from the Northeast, you can get it with some fake snow while it's 70 or 80 degrees. So it's the best kind of holiday you can have. And, you know, if you're listening and you don't know either of us personally, I can assure you, we're both very much happier people with fake snow than we are with real (laughs) snow. (laughs) Um, I will say this about Walt Disney World. And transforming for the holidays. We've, my wife and I have run the Wine and Dine Half Marathon a couple of times. And we've been fortunate enough on, on a couple of occasions to have stayed just long enough after that run to see them begin to transform the parks overnight. So talk to us about that transformation. Well, I'm going to tell you about one of my bucket list trips that I'm hoping to do over the next two years because that is a magical transformation. I've caught parts of it. But whether we're talking about the resorts or we're talking about the parks, they do Disney magic. And you could be at your resort. You could get back from the parks. It's 11 o'clock at night. You go to bed. You get up the next morning. You're headed out to the park at 7.38 in the morning. And it literally became Christmas overnight. Mm -hmm. The trees, the gingerbread, the decorations everywhere. It's phenomenal. Um, last year I timed it pretty well, except I wasn't totally prepared. I should have slept all day long. There is nothing like watching these tractor trailers roll in and Christmas come off the back of the truck. Mm -hmm. All the things come in fully decorated and they're hanging them and putting on the finishing touches. And again, they work through the night. It's kind of like watching one of those time-lapse things. If you sit in the lobby and you watch it. It is just magical, and they do a resort a night. The parks are not typically done in a night. It takes a little bit more than that to transform Magic Kingdom. Um, Magic Kingdom gets transformed first because that is the park where we start the holidays the earliest. Epcot is the park that we do the last because food and wine has to finish before we can have it be Christmas. So those are the things that we look at. It's about a three-week time frame from the first decoration going up to the last decoration going up. And it's funny. I guess it's kind of like your house. You know, you're so excited and everything gets up and it's all beautiful and you've got it to enjoy. And in Disney, it comes down so much quicker. By January 1st, it's down and it's like, where did it go? So quick that it's all removed. 
Okay, so that's important to know too, because if you're planning to go in January, you're not going to see it, but you could see it if you were there in early December. So definitely get in touch with your travel specialist for that. Uh, you talked about the Magic Kingdom. They said it's the first park to get transformed. Talk to us about the Magic Kingdom for the holidays. It's spectacular. And I'm going to also let people in on a little secret so there's no disappointment. If your family is like mine and you're not actually in that incredible crowd on Disney, you're probably Christmas Day watching that parade that comes live from the Magic Kingdom. Here's a news flash. It's not really live from the Magic Kingdom. <laughs> Nick Cannon is not really there on Christmas Day. Is that He's what you're not. trying to tell me? <laughs> so if you're looking to be part of that holiday show taping, it usually happens the first weekend in December. Depending on the weather there, because no, they don't get snow, but they do get rain, it usually happens over two or three days. That's the time where you're going to get to see those celebrities. Those performances do actually happen of those musical acts. You can see them live. It's not an extra ticket or anything. But it's also good to know that it's there if you don't want to deal with it. There are going to be extra crowds in front of the castle watching those stage performances. So again, check with an agent, check with Disney. That's usually the first weekend in December. You talk about that show, but there's also the the add-on that people do have, which is, you know, Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party. I love the Christmas party. Um, seven to midnight, multiple days a week. And again, it's one of those things when we talk about planning your vacation, the Christmas party isn't for everybody. Again, it's seven to midnight. If you have a two and a four-year-old, I don't think you want to pay $100 a person for your child to sleep through that party. And so you also need to know when that party is going on because there aren't going to be regular fireworks that night. There's going to be a special set of fireworks for the party. But if you haven't paid that additional ticket, you're going to need to vacate the park by 6 p.m. So planning for or around the party is really key. Um, the party has special fireworks, special parades, characters dressed in special holiday attire, and most importantly, Small crowds, so you can get on the rides with a lot less weight. We've, we've had shows before about the different experiences that they offer in addition to the, the park admission. So this is, this is just like that, right? Depends on where your head is at, why you would want to go to that party. There's a number of reasons as to why you would want to go to it. Each is unique to you. Touch base with your specialist to make sure that it's, that's the opportunity for you. That's the opportunity. And again, it happens two to three nights a week from the beginning of November right till like couple of days before Christmas, depending on the date, the tickets typically, they're not on sale for 2020 yet. Um, the tickets typically run 85 to $125 a person. So sometimes picking your night can make a difference in the cost and in the crowd. So obviously as seasons change and, and different storytelling things change within the parks, what changes in Magic Kingdom, things that we're used to that maybe aren't held at the same time or, or, or maybe have longer waits. What things can we expect to change if we're expecting them when we go during the holiday season? So the typical, what time is the parade in the Magic Kingdom? That's the big joke. It's right. always 3 p.m. starting in Frontierland. Except once we hit party season, the parade shifts to 2 p.m. And again, people think because the parties have started, you're going to get to see that Christmas parade. That's not the case except for the week between Christmas and New Year's. So if you're there between Christmas and New Year's, that parade's going to be at 2 p.m. It's going to have my favorite thing of the whole year, which is the toy soldiers. I am just a huge toy soldier fan. 
When you talk about Disney memorabilia, I have a Toy Soldier Vitalmation. I have a Toy Soldier custom um, animated drawing. I have the Toy Soldier plush. I am somehow, I don't know where that fascination came from, but they are my favorite thing of the holiday season. So you can catch them during the Christmas party or in the parade only from Christmas to New Year's. So for those of you that are close to Sandy and, and are looking for a, a nice present, you've now gotten a little bit of tip as to what she's looking for. <laughs> some, some more toy soldiers. Uh, let's segue over to what you said was the, I believe you said it was the last to be set up for the holidays, and that's Epcot. It is. And the reason Epcot is last, I think in part, is they have so much for the holidays. It's amazing. But we do want Food and Wine Festival to be cleared out before we make it Christmas. They don't overlap those themes. And Epcot does an incredible job with the holidays. Some of my favorite things that they bring in is the Candlelight Processional. It is the religious storytelling of Christmas with a choir which includes a cast, part cast choir, part high schools that audition to be part of that choir. A high school will typically perform for one or two nights as part of that choir. And the Voices of Liberty, as well as a famous storyteller. Everything from actors to musicians to sports people are the readers of that story. I don't care what religion you are. It is a beautiful, incredibly moving experience. It happens three times every night for all of December. Um, the later you go, the cooler I do think it is. As its name implies, candlelight. They do come down. Every choir member is holding a candle. That early first um, show of the night is still sunlight, so you don't get that extra cool effect. You can't always plan your vacation around who the candlelight reader is, but they come out with that list typically late in the summer. Sometimes I'll switch around my Epcot day. I've heard everybody from Jody Benson, the voice of Ariel, narrate to Neil Patrick Harris is my favorite, Gary Sinise, Cheetah Rivera. There's some just incredible storytellers you can't help but really get into the holiday and the music. And one of the other things that I love about it is every show for Candlelight Processional is done in American Sign Language as well. If you've never had an opportunity to watch the interpreters, I highly encourage you at some point during the singing, look to the right-hand side of the stage and watch them sign these Christmas songs. It is incredible. We actually have it on our YouTube channel because I am so enamored with it. We've made friends with many on the ASL team, and we love to stop in and see them. So that's going to be three times every night. It is included in admission for free, or you can get it as part of a dining package to get priority seating there. Where does it occur? Across from the American Pavilion, you can see it at that outside stage area. So it is going to be, again, a weather thing. The front of the pavilion is covered. The back is not. One of the other things, somebody like Neil Patrick Harris is their most popular narrator by far. Um, his night sells out. For his night, if you really want to see, you're going to have to get online two hours before. But again, it's an outdoor theater. So you can actually just be walking along the promenade there and hear it and look in and see it. Is it going to be the best view from the very, very back walkway? It's not. But again, especially if you have little ones and you only want to see 
a minute or two, that's a great way to see it. I'm often asked if it's for kids, and I give a pretty simple answer. If when you go to church, you're sitting in what we call the cry room here, it's not for you. Um, That's fair. It is definitely somehow in the middle of Epcot, when you're listening to the candlelight processional, you can hear a pin drop. So if your child isn't going to sit through 25 minutes of a church service, this isn't for them. But it is something that can be appreciated by any religion. So one thing I just realized we did not talk about, because I was so on with talking about candlelight processional, though, when you said storytellers, you reminded me of the Epcot storytellers, which is a favorite thing for us as well. Every country has their storytellers. So you definitely need to check out the Times Guide. It usually happens every 40 to 50 minutes. But dressed as you would find them in that country, they're going to come out. Not every country is Santa. Um, Some countries have different traditions of who brings the presents. So whatever the authentic costuming is for that country, they're going to come out. They're going to tell you the story of Christmas. How does, is it Santa? Isn't it Santa? How do they arrive? What do they bring the kids? And it's really a great cultural lesson. Again, no tickets required. Walk up, catch the beginning, catch the end, do photos. We've done photos with all the different Santas. So a really fun time over there. Okay, so let's segue out of Epcot and into Disney's Hollywood Studios. Obviously, Disney's Hollywood Studios does have a history of certain things going on with the holidays. We'll talk a little bit about stuff that has departed that was definitely a big part of Hollywood Studios. Talk to us about what they're currently doing uh, to celebrate the holiday. One of the kind of newer things that I don't think gets all the play that it necessarily should is Sunset Seasons Greetings, and it takes a lot to keep saying that. Sunset Seasons Greetings is an illuminated show on Tower of Terror. And it's kind of cool to be watching Tower of Terror and see Christmas gifts animated rolling down the front of the tower. Not necessarily (laughs) Spooky Tower. It has a musical setup to it. There's no seating for it. You're just going to stand there on Hollywood Boulevard. It's about an eight-minute show. Then it takes a quick hiatus, and then it comes back. Last season, there were four different shows that you could see. So you can catch that. And again, better when it's dark, but it does start a little bit earlier in the day. And the projection shows are definitely one of their easier things to kind of overlay and implement. So they've got a second projection show there, Jingle Bell, Jingle Bam, on the Chinese theater. Now, when you say projection shows, give us an example of something else that goes on on property that would be a, a just like that, like a projection show. So they've actually got two others. They do another one on the Chinese theater that is the Star Wars show. Think of it as the object that we're talking about it being on the Chinese theater, the Tower of Terror, or there's a projection show in Magic Kingdom right on the castle the castle becomes almost like a movie screen. So they're able somehow, a little bit of Disney magic, we know that the castle isn't a rectangle, but they perfectly project onto the castle, and you kind of are watching a movie as an overlay. So similar technology deployed at Hollywood Studios with those two shows. You bet. Okay, cool. Uh, Heading over away from the parks over to Disney Springs. 
They've had the Christmas tree trail for the last three years now, and it's one of my favorites. You do have to kind of make a concerted effort to get there. It is on the very far end of Springs, just past Once Upon a Toy over by Earl of Sandwich. And every year they kind of up their game a little bit, but as its name implies, it's a walking trail. And all different movies have trees decorated themes just to them. So there's a 101 Dalmatian tree. There's a little mermaid tree. So it's really neat to see how with the sticking with that color palette and special ornaments, how they pull off these incredibly different looks and all the fun, some great picture opportunities. And many of the ornaments, if you fall in love with them, can be purchased in the Christmas shop. The Christmas shop is my little plug too. Like I know you were talking about being there during the holiday, but even if you're not, when you walk into that store, you're immediately transformed into the holiday season. So if you haven't been there, I highly, highly recommend it. Um, We've got a couple more things to talk about. Talk about how some of our resorts make us feel around the holidays. What do they do to make it special? Every resort, as we were saying earlier, gets transformed. Everybody has trees and wreaths and a whole holiday feel. But our deluxe resorts go way overboard. They do incredible gingerbread creations. Um, My favorite two personally are at the Grand Floridian and at the Beach Club. The Beach Club is a moving carousel made out of gingerbread. Four gingerbread horses. And again, it turns, it's themed. This past year, it was a Peter Pan theme. So every horse was a different character from Peter Pan. Thousands of pounds of butter and sugar. And the smells then, because you have so much gingerbread, the lobby, you just walk in. It's like, oh, I think I'm hungry now. (laughs) Um, Grand Floridian, the gingerbread house is actually so large that there's a shop inside. So you can buy from that gingerbread house. You can buy just a gingerbread shingle. You can buy mini gingerbread houses to take home. Really incredibly decorated. All of the gingerbreads that they do also, I'm sure this will be shocking to many of you, have hidden Mickeys. Um, Typically anywhere from 12 to 25. So take them in and really get to see what they have created. Phenomenal things. Again, we've done it as a monorail tour. So we hit the contemporary, then the Polynesian, then over to the Grand. It's going to be, again, all of your deluxe resorts are going to have the gingerbread features. And, of course, the storytelling, just on point. I mean, just yes. just on point. So we would be remiss to not talk about things that maybe we miss. And I'm not going to lie to you, I have a wonderful picture of the last wine and dine that my wife and I ran as we ran through the Osborne Light Show for the last time. I miss the Osborne Light Show. I do. You know... I keep waiting for it to come back. I think at some point they're going to have to give it back to us because people want it so desperately. I have not seen it being sold off in pieces on eBay. Um, anybody who isn't aware of the Osborne Lights, the Os- they are named for the Osborne family from Texas who loved Christmas, decorated way, way over the top, expanded his decorations onto his neighbor's property, even bought additional property, and... Some people in the neighborhood didn't like all the extra traffic and they petitioned for him to have to remove them. Um, Google for some photos. The number of lights is incredible. And Disney made an arrangement with the Osbournes and put them into what was formerly the back lot that is now Galaxy's Edge in Hollywood Studios. And if you're a big Osborne light fan, somewhere in your photo roll, 
you probably have the infamous black cat. There was one little Halloween decoration hidden among all the Christmas ones. So people always would take a peek for that. <laughs> all right, anything else we want to say before we wrap this show up? If you're doing an adults-only trip and you're not there during Christmas, there is a backstage tour that I love that takes you into the holiday shop where they're doing these phenomenal creations. Because year-round, they're working in this warehouse to make Christmas. Not only do they do the resorts and the parks, but in Orlando, they are doing all of the ship decorations, Vero Beach and Hilton Head. So you can get into the shop, you can see what a warehouse full of Christmas decorations looks, learn how they come up with themes because every couple of years, the resorts all get a makeover. So it's really neat to get to see that and a way to bring Christmas year round. Sandy, thanks for taking the time to explain this to us because the holidays are such a cool time and, and Merry Christmas to you. Happy New Year, Jeff. <laughs> That's a wrap this week on Let's Talk Diz. Don't forget to reach out to the folks at Easy Diz by Instant Impressions Travel Services for any Disney destination planning. Make it a great week. And as always, keep making memories. Wow.